Now betting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on deck circle, Amory Castillo. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. It's Wednesday, Albuquerque. You know what that means? That means that we super fooled all of you with the pre-recorded 45-minute show yesterday. That's what that means. Got you. Did it, Got so- you. Did it sound live, friends yeah. of the show? I know it did because I saw the text line. I know people were texting me about Pe- Shohei Otana. People <laughs> were calling in, too. Yeah, Because I, I was sitting here love listening it. to it. And, Come on. Uh, people were calling. <laughs> <laughs> we were too busy being celebrity judges at a Chili's cook-off. I'm not joking at all. We'll talk more about that later. Starting the program with us. The most famous man in all of New Mexico, Steve Stucker. Steve, welcome. What up? Well, now I will be, now that I'm on your show. Okay, there we go. (laughs) We literally call it the two men on drip. You come on the program, good things are going to (laughs) happen. I'm about about to happen then. Okay, here we go. You're about to pop. I've been been waiting for this moment. (laughs) 40 years now. (laughs) Patience pays off, brother. We regularly (laughs) argue about the most famous person in the state of New Mexico, and we can never come up with a better name than Steve Stucker. So how fortunate (laughs) we are right now. you got a bunch of stuff going on in the upcoming future. got a big event coming up on July the 29th. We're going to talk about that, partnering with friend of the show, Locker 505. Let's go on that. The jump into School Bash, you and I will be. No, Van, you're out of town. I'll be there. I'm going to set up a little vendor booth. I'm going to talk about sports and dads and kind of all the things that go along with helping some people. Steve, talk to us about what's going on with uh, Jump jump Into School Bash. Well, it sounds like a great deal. It's been going on. This will be the third year, and I just got off the phone with Selena Trujillo, who's really the uh, the impetus behind all of this. And she's a a local businesswoman. She she runs a company called Bossware. She grew up as a foster child. Oh, okay. She didn't have much at all. And as she got successful in her business, she decided three years ago she was going to do something. She started off in like a little quarter-acre parking lot down at 4th and Manal. And uh, the folks that run the Sheriff's Posse heard about what she was doing with this back-to-school bash. They jumped in. She was bigger last year. And, and this year, she thinks it's going to be the biggest Oh, there we yet. go. There we so, go. So we've got all kinds of things planned. And... Uh, between now and next week, we've got uh, invitations for people to take school supplies, drop them off at all the Bernalillo County fire departments, and then some other locations that are on her website that I'll give you guys in a, in a little bit as we continue talking. And then they're going to stuff these into backpacks, and kids from all over the community and all over the state are going to come in on the 29th, and uh, she makes it a big party. They've got entertainment out there at the Sheriff's Posse uh, there on uh, in, in the North Valley. The kids are going to get free hot dogs, a bag of chips, and a soft drink. They'll have food trucks for the rest of us, all kinds of things going on. And she's telling me it's like uh, an acre of covered ground. So even, you know, those of you that uh, are... Uh, that's me. You're uh, about you to know, describe me. Don't, don't yeah. want to be out in the sun. Not that either one of you look pasty or anything. Oh, uh, I literally, I literally, that's that's how I describe myself on Tinder. Yeah, I need a, I need a dome. Pasty, skinny, white guy. Yeah. Yeah. I need a dome to but protect me. Covered, and uh, it's, it sounds like so much fun. This is new for me. I'm going to be uh, one, of the, one of the MCs out there and just let people know what's going on as, as they come in. And uh, both 
families that are are needing supplies for their kids and just people from the general public are invited to come by and and see what's going on it sounds like a real nice let me get the details real quick van before you jump in okay saturday july 29th it's from noon to 4 p.m the bernalillo county sheriff's posse 1038 second street northwest you know exactly where that's at if you're a person who gives so you this this is just another feather in your hat because you're an absolute legend here in new mexico and you always helping the community whether it's you know beds for kids clothes for kids you know helping the animal population you know how how do you have time for all these pursuits of passion and sports <laughs> well you know um i'm retired okay <laughs> <laughs> but you know years ago I was on radio. I did about 15 years in radio, and I really wasn't very good. So I figured out that if I got out into the community and did a lot of things and, and told people about it, it kind of clicked with uh, the audience. That's our formula. Hey, there you oh, go. Yeah. All right. <laughs> you know, Don't does. need to write that down. It we do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it, it really is um, a, a great combination of things. When you can be on the air, and there's always plenty to talk about and plenty to do. And, you know, I was one of these guys. I made fun of people and had a lot of... A lot of good times on the radio, but but when it comes to community service, there's so many different opportunities that those of us in broadcasting have to point out the good things that are going on in the community. And when when my friends called and asked if I would help with this one, I, I asked what it was all about because I, I can't do everything. And, sure. and I have to say no to to a lot of things, but I love kids and 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 this sounded like fun. And as I talked with selena i told her i said i have a new hero and it's you i mean oh, this lady amazing. is really outstanding and i uh, can't can't wait i have yet to meet her in person but i will do that on the 29th and i can't wait for that steve starker joining us on the program we're talking about upcoming events we're talking about efforts in the community but we can't go any further out talking about this heat dome steve i know oh my gosh <laughs> Not my department anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I tell people, go check with Howard Morgan. You know, I, I don't know if you guys are old enough to remember Howard. He's been gone for several years. I, I did his funeral service a couple of years ago. Oh, my gosh. He was on air here for, I think, 40, 45 years as the Channel 7 weatherman. And uh, when people give me a hard time about being wrong at the forecast, I'd always you must be still listening to Howard Morgan, I tell him. So <laughs> I really haven't paid much attention, except that you're right. It's hot out there, Fred. It's too much. I think I've lived here six years now. This is the first summer where I felt hot. I feel like before I had always been okay. Well, yeah. You know, it's a dry heat, right? Let's stop. Yeah, sure. We were, we were in Texas, even at the beach. It was 92, 94 heat and 92, 94% humidity. And, and it was pretty, pretty miserable. Here we get the low humidity and the heat. I like it 90 to 100. Above 100, it's a little little toasty. But, you know, you guys just need to come over and hang at the pool. And th th then you, know, you, you can do your show there somehow. Good answer. Okay. <laughs> I just, on the record, heat domes are real. We need Van to understand that. It's not a thing I made up. Heat domes actually exist. Steve, we've been going at this for weeks now. <laughs> heat, heat domes aren't real. He found this on some shady website, I just, and then he keeps repeating it like he thinks he's Steve Stucker. Yeah, it's like a big hut. It's like a big, you know, it, it, it's like a big bubble of hot air, and until a storm comes in and pops it. It's supposed to be monsoon season. I actually got rain right down the street from here yesterday. Right. It rained like two different times, got my right. car all wet. By the time I got back home out to Paradise Hills, nothing, not a drop. How's Bed for Kids doing right now? You know, we're doing really well. We have 
displaced over 17,000 people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that amazes me because it was never my idea. Uh, God had plans I knew nothing about years ago. And uh, we we continue to, to move along. We place at least 200 people in beds every month. We uh, do it almost all with volunteers. I, I'm still a volunteer. My wife's a volunteer. And, and I'm the president of the board, but we've got two part-time employees, about 100 volunteers, an 8,000-square-foot warehouse, a box truck, and a website. And we go to town, and we, um, we solicit uh, gently used beds and financial support. We buy as many beds as possible. I think the last two years, we've uh, put out about $85,000 each year to buy new beds. There we go. And we place, um, you know, 200 a month, and it's really sweet. Kids... Uh, of of all ages, we try to take care of their parents. There's a lot of kids with grandparents raising them, a lot of foster parents, and um, it's just really, really sweet. You know what's interesting to me about, and also a little inside radio here. Big thing, my friend Randy Johns volunteers with you. Yeah, and he, I tell you what, he is top tier to me. He is he's such a great guy. Doesn't mean anything to the listener of this show, but he is a he's a spectacular human being, and he gives, and I'm, I'm a fan of his. Well, you know, and Randy is is such a good example of somebody just jumping in and using their skill set. He's a retired professional mechanic. He was yeah. in the industry for years and years. And we need so much work, not just with our truck that, that we depend on, but with the families that, that we work with. Randy's right there. And when we do a big giveaway, Randy's right there. And he, he just gives and gives. And there are a lot of people like that in New Mexico, thankfully, because otherwise this, this just wouldn't be possible. For the friends of the show who are listening, however you're listening and you're not watching with us on Facebook Live or YouTube Live, retirement looks good on you, brother. You got a little tan. You got, got a little, little tan. tan. You got your retirement mm-hmm. beard. You got your wispy hair hanging out. <laughs> you know, you're you looking good, brother. You beard on TV. The only chance I ever got was my two-week summer vacation. I'd cheat and not shave for the week before I left. Okay. And then I'd come back after three weeks and have a little bit of growth, and I'd just go to work with the beard on. And just wait, day two, day three. Okay, Steve, what's the deal? <laughs> you know the you know the rules. You know yeah. the contract. Go shave. So so now I I can I can finally grow a beard. Look, like who who is your boss? George Steinbrenner. That's what I heard. <laughs> you, hey, you know what I just heard right now yeah. is Steve said, "Well, uh, they don't they don't reimburse me for haircuts anymore, Van. Uh, so yeah. this is uh-huh. this is what I'm doing. Yep. Yeah, and I have to buy my own clothes too. It's like, oh my gosh, after 33 years, it's like I have to go buy my own clothing. I don't know what to do. When's the last time you put a tie on? Um, you know, I've had them. I've had them on a few times. Oh, church, uh, yeah, obviously, for, yeah. You know, special special things, some funerals, uh, some some events that I've hosted, and and you know, you bring up a funny subject, Fred, because uh, I I've given away a ton of my suits, and I still have a lot of them to go. I told my wife I'm going to open a, a store used men's suits, and I'm going to call it 42 regular because they're all the same <laughs> yeah, size. <laughs> I think Van would make a donation to Beds for Kids for a Stucker suit that you could tailor <laughs> for to, sure. to fit you. Yeah. And you would refer to it as, you buy multiple, you call it the Stucker Collection. You can, <laughs> I think you could turn a 42 reg into a 38 long. I'm, I pretty, think, sure. I'm pretty certain. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Steve Stucker with us on the program. So obviously retirement, you got a lot going on in the community. You're helping this weekend. Everyone, I guess, that asked, but you got to filter it through. You get any time for sports? You watching the Lobos? You watching anything? Anything in your world that's keeping you tuned in? You know, uh, I, I I'm not as big of a sports fan yeah. as I as I used to be. Um, 
but I, I think I just, you know, lost a lot of that during the time crunch over the past years when I right. was doing doing three different things for, for, for jobs and getting up at two twenty in the morning. You know, I, I, I still love to, to follow professional sports, but I'm kind of, I'm kind of at that stage where it's like, I start paying attention at the playoffs, mm-hmm. you know, sure. instead of, instead yeah. of following hardcore, uh, always love uh Lobo basketball. I've always tried to support Lobo football. Um, and, uh, you know, just, uh, go way back. You, you, you're talking about doing sports dads. Loved coaching little league baseball when go. I was when I was a kid. My 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 son actually got to play for um, the uh, the national championship uh, junior college team in Hobbs with Coach Ray when he, oh, he, oh. when he was down there. And he's got a great ring; it, it fits me perfectly. <laughs> and he lets me wear it about once once a year. And tonight, just to prove that I really really love my wife Rose of thirty years. I'm going to a soccer game with her. I okay. To the United game. Yeah. I've never been to one. You guys, can you fill me in? What, uh, what am I in for? It's have you seen best. hockey? It's the same thing, but on grass. <laughs> That's why I haven't gone. Well, and this, this one's going to be a little looser, too, because Sunderland, right? Sunderland. Sunderland. It's so, a friendly. Yeah, it's a friendly international. And so Sunderland, which has a huge worldwide fan base, being out of England, everyone kind of in America is coming to this thing. So it's if you are a Sunderland fan... You're traveling to New Mexico to see this, so kudos to the United for bringing people in. But it won't be the what what nine nine to one ratio it normally is. United fans, there'll be a little more Sunderland fans there, and I think this might be the most unique experience of a United game you could possibly experience. Well, I'm I'm old fashioned. I know I'm dragging my feet. I know soccer's been the thing for a long, long time. On the rise here. My, my kids played, and I and, and I'd go to their games, but I I just have never. Never become a fan. I'm a football, baseball, basketball guy. You know, I just I've had trouble coming to a sport where when you beat the other guy down the field, you get called for offsides. I just I just have trouble with that one. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like a breakaway in in, in basketball, or 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 or, or, or sneak a by and running a fly and throwing the bomb in baseball. I, I mean, in football, and then sure. and then in soccer, it's like, oh no no no, you you got down there too fast. So, <laughs> you know, I'm it's, like I said, I'm going to the game tonight. The match. So I'll I'll be there having fun again. You're you're gonna love what the black and yellow do for the community. Yeah. You follow you well, go you go I, on a I've go on a little that. Uh, I know that. Yeah. I, I, and, I really I, I really have been a fan of that, although I have not been out to any matches. So like I said, I'm way, way late coming to the party and I'm not even saying I'm coming to the party yet, I'm just coming to the game. So yeah. <laughs> and maybe I'll come away uh, a believer. Steve? But yeah, the the energy's unmatched. You're gonna have an absolute blast. From the live chat on Facebook.com slash TalkABQ, Steve is an ABQ legend and dog lover like Van and myself. I know that's a shot at me, Craig. It's not that I don't love dogs, Steve. Uh I I don't need you to take your dog with you to the hardware store. That's all I'm trying to say. I'm trying to get in and out of there. And I love dogs, but... It does bug me the people that pretend it's my therapy dog, or you know that, that's literally that, what I, I hate you know, it. Yes, kinda, they kind of ruin it for everybody. I know, I get it. I was out in the uh, in the open space uh, walking four dogs this morning. Nice. If you can do such a thing, that's the retirement life dogs. that I need. That's so sweet. If somebody goes. Just, can you, can now we, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Retirement life. I was up at five. You six. Oh, that's good. That's yeah. good. That's Working my regular. That's good. Okay, good for you. Yeah. Well, and also, can you imagine like anyone going up to Steve Stocker and saying, "Sir, I need to see your kennels license." <laughs> yeah, sure. Like, it's not right. Not going to happen uh-huh. here. Oh no, I don't get a free pass with uh, dogs off the leash and all of that. <laughs> yeah. You know, they don't. They don't let me slide on anything. 
You're over with TJ Trout in about 15 minutes. You want to hang out with us or you want to go? Sure, I'm good. We'll do one more with Steve Stocker whenever we get back. Also, a little bit of sports talk, I promise. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Mac World Series opening day, and we're, we're doing church at the ballpark. Love that. So how do we, how do we miss that? <laughs> I wasn't even thinking. Welcome back to the program. Steve Stocker with us. We're talking a little bit off air. The big Connie Mac is going on this weekend in Farmington. You're going to be out there. Because you're with, who are you with this weekend in Farmington? Well, it's uh, it's an organization uh, loosely uh, tied together called One Church. Oh, okay. And, and it's about uh, 12 to 14 churches that close their doors on Sunday morning, and instead they meet at Ricketts Field oh, at 9 a.m. to do a big outdoor service, kind of like the Easter service that Calvary does here in Albuquerque okay. at, at Lobo Stadium. And they get uh, two, 3,000 people. And uh, it's the opening day for the Connie Mac. I think it's the 58th uh, year that they've been in Farmington there. So it's a big deal with the community. And uh, I, get, I get to preach that day. You know, I'm a, I, I'm, I'm a forecaster and a pastor. And uh, that's, that's my new thing is besides running beds for kids is traveling around the state and being a guest teacher, guest preacher at churches around Albuquerque, Santa Fe and the rest of the state, and this is my, my big kick up, so, kickoff. So I'm pretty excited about it. Love that. That's a pretty good skill set right there. If you can predict the future like you predicted the weather, <laughs> your congregation will appreciate well, that you know, very I, much. I always say in one, of those, in one of those lines of work, you can lie a little bit now and then. The other one, <laughs> sure. you're supposed to speak the truth in love. So. <laughs> I like the idea of, of preaching to, to 2,000 individuals and be at the baseball diamond, but... Do you get to throw out the first pitch? Does it work like that? Uh, well, I don't. I don't think so. Now you know, I I got to do that for the isotopes this year. We did it the day after you. Yeah. Did you really? Yeah. yeah. I hope you had better weather. Mine was lousy. Oh my gosh, we about froze to death. Well, your your weather was our ovation. Yes, <laughs> lousy, <laughs> very lousy. <laughs> we brought out like we're so, we're so vain. We brought out like a little camera crew and did like a fun little cutout yeah, video thing. Yeah. And afterwards, we we're like, we're gonna put this out. Like the isotopes are gonna give us. A lot of love, and we just got like, you losers. <laughs> They're like, oh, we thought we were laughing well, a lot. You know, I took my 87 year old mother along. Yeah. And it, it was, I think the wind chill was 38. Oh, we. And oh, uh, she sat there through the seventh inning, and she would have stayed. I weenied out. She's a, she's a baseball fanatic from, from way back. We grew up at the ballpark. And uh, so I, I have to give her kudos for being so tough. That was fun. I don't think I get to throw out the first pitch for Connie Mack. Um, I'll probably be home by then uh, because uh, they, they do um, the uh, uh, pool play stuff right. before that. Yeah. And then the, the first game is uh, Sunday afternoon. I think they do opening ceremony between the first and second it's, game in the afternoon. I believe it's eight straight days. Of baseball. Yeah, That's yeah. my understanding. Yeah. yeah, it's it's an incredible organization. Talked about it for many, many years on the air. You know, they've always called me with weather forecasts and things like that. Oh, love that. It comes right at the beginning of monsoon season. So there have been some uh, <laughs> some weeks when they, they didn't like me very much. Monsoon but... season doesn't exist anymore. It's over. It's a uh, heat dome season. Yeah, the heat, yeah. Dome. heat dome's never going away. <laughs> so we obviously we saved it to the second, uh, second set here, but um, Sandra Nunley. Okay. All right. Here we go. So Van's mother, Sandra Nunley, has one celebrity crush, Steve, and it so happens to be you. <laughs> it's true story, my friend. <laughs> there was you. You how t- sweet is that? How many years was it? Couldn't miss the ten o'clock news because Steve. Or stuck. anytime, anytime. No, what, whatever shift Steve was on, she. <laughs> I was and say, by the way, didn't always live in the area. 
<laughs> Carlsbad, New Mexico, and you know, now now Flagstaff, Arizona. Okay, well, Carlsbad's interviewing audience, so that that's good. Yeah, had no business watching you in Flagstaff, Arizona, but guess <laughs> guess who still supported you and everything you did? Oh, that's sweet. I Sandra that. K. Nunley. I love that. Yeah. How how quickly and you turned out okay anyway? How'd that happen? That's wild. <laughs> this is all is all her. All we'll her. take we'll take a photo before you leave, Steve. How quickly? Oh, of how quickly will that go to the top of the mantle, replacing like a childhood photo of you, Van? How quickly? Oh, that, immediately. Immediately. Yeah. It'll up in that life. Well, what she's going to do is I'll, I'll text her the picture, and then she's going to print it out on a piece of paper. Yes. And then that paper will immediately go <laughs> into a picture frame. And then a couple days later, she'll pick up the real one from Walgreens. You, yeah. you, Where does she live now? Is she, is she here in this area now? Flagstaff, Arizona. Oh, she's in Flagstaff. Yeah, they retired and moved to Flagstaff. Oh, and, and that's sweet. In your public eye time here in the state, Steve, uh, obviously, obviously the weather, obviously news, obviously radio now in the church, now in your charitable efforts. Um, where where have the most fans of Steve Stucker come from? Where are the most individuals that have supported you while you support others? Um, you know, uh, I've, I've always been very partial to a place I call the beautiful Espanola Valley. Yeah. And they are just great to me. And lots of other places, too. Es- Espanola has always been special. Uh, Carlsbad has always been really, really great to me. There you, you go. Know, Santa Fe, Albuquerque, I'm not a big deal. At my house, I'm not a big deal. <laughs> uh, sure. We get out into the other communities. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's a little bit more fun. People get a bit, bit more excited. Um, but you know, I've, I've always said I'm just average, but I'm pretty good at it and, uh, have been out around the community for, let's see, September will be 40 years. Isn't that wild? Wow. Never thought I would stay, but here I am. And, and humble. And I will. Yeah. We'll keep filling you with hot air, just like that heat dome. Yep. <laughs> if you go to help your, helpyourboys.com, B-O-I-S.com, it'll take you to the jump into school bash, uh, like information there. So helpyourboys.com the way you always do. If you're a friend of the show. It'll get you over to all the prudent information on how to donate, what to do, how to get there. Um, I redirected it to whatever the website was. Good, so, good, so good. Helpyourboys.com. Yeah, donate and then then come see us on the 29th. I'd love to love to meet y'all. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'll be, I'll be out there. You're out of town, but I'll be out I'm there as well. Town. I'm going to do a little vendor thing and, and laugh a lot and, and hopefully meet some friends of the show and try to course them out of, of giving a little bit. So that's what makes this thing fun. Steve, you got to be over at KKOB right now-ish. Any final words before we let you go, brother? Take some time to really enjoy your life today, guys, and may God bless. I love that. Love that. Cut that off. We need that. <laughs> Steve Stucker, everyone. Thank you, brother. Thanks, Steve. Whenever we get back, more, or I guess the start of sports, it's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Welcome back to the program. Big thank you to Steve Stucker who joined us. What a dude. Yeah, he's awesome. We're- I- iconic. Yeah, iconic. We are talking a little bit about my friend Randy Johns, who helps with uh, Beds for Kids. He's in the live chat. Oh, what's sure up? I like that. Sometimes you find helpers in life. He is that. Steve is that. Doesn't I'm, stop helping. No. Never I'm, stop helping, even how, how busy he was with his wildly successful meteorology career, and he's still doing it after retirement. Just wildly <laughs> impressive. Meteorology is like baseball. You only have to be right three out of ten times. That's pretty good pretty good but people get so mad at you people get so mad at the weatherman i could get mad at everyone except steve stucker well except mm-hmm. steve stucker but have yeah. you ever noticed on the news they're they like blame the weatherman for everything whatever they're going is through. that a bit or is that real no it's real yeah i agree 
You guys see that plane yesterday in Santa Fe? What was that? that Bummer. Was Sad. <laughs> Sad. All right, give me this Packers story, Van. Oh, boy. Okay, so you know how the Packers are owned by their fans, i.e. me. Part oh. owner. Okay. Part owner of the Green Bay football Packers, Van Nunley, with one share of the organization. So they're owned by their fans. So since they're publicly owned, they have to release their finances. Okay, is this all tracking? Yes. So the Packers announced that they received $374.4 million in national revenue from the NFL. The NFL has to hate that this exists. Correct. And that's where I was going with this. So $374.4 million in national revenue from the NFL. $375 million, you just said. Okay. Multiply that by 32, and that means the NFL gave out 11 point nine eight billion dollars to their teams last year you can just call it 12 billy they gave away 12 billion dollars in revenue sharing to the teams last year up a that's bill that's from- not that's not the individual team's profits that's just their cut from the nfl proper each each up a bill from last year. Three hundred and seventy five million to the Packers, twelve billion total to the NFL. Which means they made twelve bill this year, they made eleven bill last year. So mm. over the course of the last two years, they have made over twenty bill. Correct. That's wild to me. And it went up a bill. Their profits, just the NFL's profits, not the team themselves. So what is your this share? This is not merch. This is not ticket sales. What's this your This is not share? parking fees. I don't know. What's one one billionth of <laughs> 374 million? Probably about 74 cents, I think. Wow. Yeah. Not so mad. I'm just, I'm going to frame the check when I get it. So I got a wild question for you guys. By the way, that's not how it works at all. I was going to ask. I was like. My, my $500 share of the Green Bay Packers might as well be a $500 poster of Brett Favre. It's worth that much. How do I become an NFL team? Okay. Like how you? How do you? Excellent start question. Start or own a team? I just want to be one. I just, <laughs> you want to be a team? I guess I, I would like to you have a like cut. Yeah, you'd I'd like, like to, to be have given. twelve so billion dollars. So you want to like be the Packers? Be be, a, be like Packers? a cooler, a cooler one. Mm. I'll tell you what. You got a Marty McFly at back to like nineteen twelve. Yeah. Open up a meat packing factory. Okay. Have a bunch of buff ass dudes right. throw on some leather helmets. Meat chuckers. Have fun on the weekend. Meat packers. And you're oh. like, yeah. mm, oh, no, I see where you're going. No. Oh. Okay. Yeah. I got the prerequisites down. Come, coming together like butt cheeks now, isn't it? So I thought when you were saying Back to the Future, you're going to do the plot line from Back to the Future 2 with the sports betting. That's oh. where I thought you were going. When Biff. Everyone has seen Back to the Future too. I don't really need to break. Is that this the down. one where he tried to go back in time and bang his mom? Is that the one? That's the first one. That's the first one. Okay, the, it's the greatest trilogy in the history of film. Okay, the, that's spoken what? like a true insane person. Today's I nine varsity. Okay. Today's I nine varsity, the varsity of best trilogies in the history of film. Okay. Here we go. Put a note down right here. I just I have to. So many pages. Jeff, yes, friend. Yes, friend of the show. We know we've done this one like five years ago. Did we do it that? Well, have we done this that one? long ago? I think you can redo them. Yeah. Life changes. I've, I've learned things. There I've are new trilogies. I've seen new trilogies. New movies. I've grown as a person. 
I might change. I, I think it's good to revisit. All right, today's Thank you, Amory. I-9 Varsity, the boat of Trillies. Okay, Fred, okay. how about this? How about I give you this? So, rumor has it in the last rumor couple of years, has it. like the Jacksonville Jaguars might move to a new city. Sure. Why don't you take over that team when they move to a new city? Too much respect for Shad Khan. Mm. Mm, excellent answer. Put him in the top tier. The absolute top tier. Okay. He guy did so dirty by the NFL when he was trying to buy the St. Louis Rams from Georgia Fontier. Mm. I've been over this about a million times. No one cares. They wanted Stan Kroenke to have it because they knew that Stan Kroenke would take the team back to L.A. It was all collusion from the start. Mm-hmm. And whenever they blocked Shad Khan, University of Illinois graduate, Shad Khan, who spent his entireties in the Midwest, a St. Louis Rams fan, a billionaire fan, who was trying to buy the St. Louis Rams from the children of the recently deceased Georgia Fontier, who did not want to own the team. They didn't want anything to do with it. And the NFL said, nah, fam, Stan Kronk. Nah, fam. Yeah. All my homies hate the NFL. I I could see why, especially. You're talking about the homies in St. Louis. Yes. What if you started? What if you guys came together, just like uh, Green Bay, Green Bay people, and started a new team there? A second team in Green Bay? No, yeah. no, it's in, called, in St. Louis. It's they have one. It's called it's the Battle St. Louis Battlehawks. They're oh. in the XFL. It's the largest. Mm-hmm. More fans go to Battlehawks games in St. Louis than the rest of the league combined, which is ridiculous. And luckily, St. Louis made the right choice. Because Stan Kroenke, one of the greatest owners in the history of all I sports. I punch you in your mouth. Literally all sports. Got one in the STL. Took him to L.A. Got another one in L.A. Won a couple in Denver. Won a hockey one. Won a friggin' basketball one. Won, won a friggin' lacrosse one. He's like, he's the Thanos of owner. He's got a... Infinity Championship stone for every sport. You know what would have been cool? <laughs> if he owned Jacksonville instead of the St. Louis Rams. That would have been fine by me. Yeah, I don't think so. Also, this 12 Billy number that went to 32 different guys. Or maybe like small groups in some instances, whatever. I don't really know. Right. This is why writers and actors are striking right now. Like distribution of wealth is so weird right now in this country. There's nothing you can do professionally to make this amount of money. Isn't that insane? It's insane. All these billionaire owners just like use guerrilla capitalism and exploited it to make millions and millions and then eventually billions of dollars through capitalism and exploiting the market. And once they get to the top of the heap and they buy an NFL team and like, you know what? I'm kind of in the socialism. Yes. Let's share the wealth, boys. It's a good sum. Yeah. It's a handsome. He's so, almost, these socialist <laughs> NFL owners. Almost as handsome as Steve Stucker. And look, these owners don't want you knowing how much they make. No, they want you to think they're impoverished and yeah. it's a dying sport. Yeah, we can't We can't pay our running backs. We're not making any money. Oh, yeah? yeah. You got, the NFL just gave you $375 million. That's not even what from you make. They just gave it to you because you're part of the club. Give Saquon... Thirteen point eight million. I because oh, ten million is not enough. All right, guys. I just found a letter here. I'm going to read it to you. Okay. Okay. From where? Dear, uh, it looks like it's from NFL owner. Okay. okay. Dear, oh boy. dear city that I reside in, you may not be aware, but I receive nearly four million, four hundred million dollars a year from the entity that I am employed by, the NFLs. Please build me one new stadium. If you do not, 
I will then go to somewhere else where I can continue to make my $400 million a year in a new stadium paid for by some of the poorest individuals in our state. Thank you very much, NFL owners. I just found that letter. Mm-hmm. That's a real letter. Also, I found another letter. Oh, okay. This one isn't real. It's from the NFL saying, oh, the Green Bay Packers are going private. Who would like to buy the Green Bay Packers? Yes. We can't be letting our dirt out here on the streets, how much everyone makes hand over fist off of this game. Also, not to go political because Amory yells at me, but for a long time there was a guy in a red hat that told me the yell. NFL was going broke because it got too woke and it allowed people to take a knee and it allowed people to have their own opinion about social um, exploits of this country that we live in. Just, okay. just a remembrance of that happening. So stupid. The NFL is going broke the way the Bud Light's going broke. It's not. Right. They're doing great. They're doing fine. Better than ever. Publicly funded stadiums. Hold up. That makes me pro Stan Kroenke. I just got so mad. He doesn't have a publicly funded stadium. Yeah, he paid for it out of his own pocket. So did Jerry Jones. Only Kroenke and Jones are the only ones. Hold up. Everyone else, you pay for your team to be there. I'm having an identity crisis right now. I'm sorry to hear that. This hurts me. I've been telling you for years now since you brought up his name and I realized how much you hate him, that he is the best owner in all of sports. Oh, wait. Just remember, he asked for a ton of public assistance in St. Louis. Such an astronomical number that it could not be provided by the municipality and all the fail-safes in place to keep them there. He railroaded through, stripped the team from the city Mm -hmm. that it was beloved in and moved it back to loser-ass Los Angeles, California's and put it outside the actual city proper because that place sucks. That's what I remember. Never mind. I'm back on my train. Okay. Give me palm trees over sweaty meat out in the middle of nowhere any day. Why did yeah. you go with sweaty meat? Because that's what you're into. <laughs> All you Midwesterner people. You couldn't have said the banks of the muddy Mississippi. What about, what about the dry rub? <laughs> Give me a friggin' palm tree. I want a palm tree and a beach. Why are you of call- course, Stan Kroenke held the city of St. Louis hostage because St. Louis sucks. Boy, why you call it frozen custard when it's ice cream? That's where I grew up. Yeah, You and your stupid toasted raviolis ran out Stan Kroenke. If you weren't such the, the armpit of the country, you're basically uh, just a super Anglo El Paso. That's all St. Louis is. Oh, I like St. Louis. Okay. Thank you. I, it's right. a great city, and the Midwest is best. Okay. Fred learned so much about St. Louis that he left St. Louis. <laughs> well, a lot of people want to le- leave their hometown, though. I love twice. And then some of us are forced to come back to our hometown and make the best of it. Okay. That's very self-loathing. Yeah, but then also have, like, big stand-up shows tomorrow night in Santa Fe. What's up with you, Amory? What's, what, what's the plan tomorrow night? Leaving Albuquerque already. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, leaving Albuquerque for, you know, like, what's it, 45 minutes, hour away? Santa Fe? Yeah. 45 on the long. On the long, uh, the Jean or the Juan Cockatoo Theater. Have you guys been there? No, but I'm, I, I want to learn more. This is just Asian currency you're talking about. Well, the Jean or the Juan? The com- everyone <laughs> ha- calls it whatever they want to call it. Okay. We had a comedian on that's, uh, that runs the shows, Carlos Medina, earlier, and um, I couldn't tell if he was kidding when he was calling it the Juan. Cockatoo Theater. I thought it was the Jean. Anyways, uh, but it's in Santa Fe. The the man who wrote Game of Thrones, it's his theater. 
that's George R.R. R. Martin? Yes. Put some respect on that man's name. So uh, he, it's his theater, and they do comedy there on Thursdays, and I will be headlining it tomorrow. Okay, so whenever I looked it up, I looked up cockatoo, but it's not. <laughs> what is it? Jean Cocteau. But I think... It's Jean Cocteau. Oh, have you okay. gone to my theater? Uh, you come so, here, you have... It is on the by we George. We will have crepes. Out of my town. You will enjoy my baguette. So can someone tell me the real way to pronounce the theater? Because I can't tell if people are kidding or not when I've been interviewing them or talking about it. This is probably wrong, but it's Jean Cocteau. The Jean Cocteau Cinema. Cinema Theater. All right, hold up. As a... As a guy who can do a fake French accent, let me tell you. All right, I can also do a fake French accent. It's poorly, quite what? Po- quite poorly. What? It's the worst I've ever heard. I'm I'm yeah. I'm the Guy Pierce of French accents. Okay, you are. Uh, guy Pierce isn't French. <laughs> okay. Oh, by the way, speaking of Guy Pierce, I watched the proposal last night. It was very hey. above average. Hey, if we we're, have, if we're we off have air, to get this together. I got jokes. If we're off air, also this place is an art house. They're re-showing the 1993 summer blockbuster Point Break starring Patrick Reeves, or excuse me, Patrick Swayze and Keanu Reeves. If they were married, it would be Patrick Swayze and Keanu Reeves, but it would be Keanu Swayze and Patrick Reeves. Here's what I'm trying to get to. They're showing it in it's black and white. Showing, what? Yeah, they're showing it in black and white to, to really church it up. So Point Break? Point Break. In black and white? I think. At least the poster's in black and white, so I'm assuming they're showing it in black and white. Also, Gary Busey's in that, um, and then legend. Yeah, but he got arrested during filming, and he just disappears halfway <laughs> through the movie, and they don't make reference to it. I just want you to the next time you go back and watch Point Break, notice that he's in it for one scene, and then he disappears for the remainder of the movie. You're like, well, he got shot. He did, but he's in a hospital and he doesn't die, and they never reference him again. So you don't know what happens in the in the sanctity he's of the, in the film. final scene. He's not. That's Gary Busey. This might be it. Might be someone standing. You know, in the end of Gladiator, when he's walking with his hand over the, <laughs> over the wheat. You know what I'm talking about. It's probably like that, where it's just the back of him. Okay, this is a conspiracy theory. I could sniff that out immediately. He's the star of the movie. Patrick Swayze and Keanu Reeves are movie. riding Gary Busey's coattails throughout that whole movie. The best TV show that no one's ever seen is called I'm with Busey. I've seen it. It's fantastic. It is, I haven't seen it. It is brilliant. And somebody's guy named Adam Goldberg, not Adam Goldberg from the movie The Goldbergs, the TV show. It is the most brilliant television ever done. It was done in 2003 on the Comedy Central. Yeah. It's it's an it's a camera that shadows Gary Busey throughout his life yeah. and you can't convince me that it's not it's a it's a greatest movie of all time. BME, brilliant, magnificent, egoless. That's, that's very accurate. <laughs> More NFL talk whenever we get back, as A. Marie said so. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Boo-doo-dee-doo. All right, a couple programming notes. Okay. Tomorrow we're at Red Door. Oh, exciting. Love Red Door. At Soundtown, mm. we're going to do really well mm. there. I love their cheese curds. Cheese curds. Same. Multiple dipping sauces. And I love their green chili cheeseburger. I haven't had one yet. And their Caesar app. I love their menu. At 5 o'clock, whenever we get back after this, we're going to talk about how we were celebrity judges yesterday. Uh, I've been dying to hear about this. mm -hmm. It it went well. (laughs) It went very well. Oh, my God. Were one of you like Chef Gordon Ramsay? Uh, We all took turns. Okay. Yeah, we all got to be positive, and the next round we'd be negative. And then Aaron Buck Burnett was uh, pretentious the whole time. The whole time. Do you know he time. like takes? He didn't change in. Do you know he like 
takes it very serious and uh, is like, we, yes, we do. Oh, now we, you know. Yeah, now we or know. Or did you know before? Not in not in real time. I mean, this guy calls me and talks about MasterChef. <laughs> it's very serious. I I would put some numbers on Do Not Disturb. So hey, here's yeah, what's up. He would never call us to talk MasterChef. You know never. that much. Yeah. <laughs> we got to figure out a Friday plan. I doubt we're in studio. We're going to be out somewhere because we got to move some stuff around. Next Wednesday, okay. we're live at Dreamstyle Remodeling. That's the one on Renaissance. Oh, cool. Uh, that's going to be fun. Hey, Maria, I believe you're with me. So, oh, wait. Yeah, you're going with us. Oh, so I'm the, not going to be here. Who's going to? Okay, never mind. Don't, don't worry about the back okay, of the house. I'll just be with so you. So the three of us will be at Renaissance, Dreamstyle Remodeling, right next to the Sam's. Ooh, yeah, and Costco all, dog. The Costco's over there. So what we're asking is we're asking for friends of the show, go, go to those places, mm-hmm. buy waters, bring us a case of water, and what we're going to do is we're going to be making donation of that to help to help everyone that's being affected yeah. by the heat dome right now, including the home free population. Correct, need so, that. Yeah, so we got a lot of excitement going on there. Now Friday, Van's out. Friday, Van's going out of town. Okay, Van's not here. This is next Friday. Not gonna be here. We I'm are here right now. Yes, next Friday, the twenty eighth. We're live at the Hooters on San Mateo, celebrating what the fifteenth anniversary of the opening drive. Let's go. Let's go. I believe we will have very special guests, including J.J. Buck and Justin Bietta. Ooh. So we're excited about that. I wonder if we're going to have every producer they ever had. That's There's th- not enough time. There's, there's some rumors. That'd be cool. Some word in the street. Okay. That all the producers will be there. And the new producer, D.C., is awesome if you haven't met him. I have. He's lovely. He's incredibly nice. Fantastic. So we're going to have a lot of fun with that. So fun little outside the normal. Obviously, we're still going to do our ABQX stuff. We're still going to do... Yep. Everything we do that's fun, but we're going to, I think, are we at the Dukes next week, too? So there's yeah. a lot going on, man. We'll be out every day. Summer grind. Let's go. Under the heat dome. Talking about us being celebrity judges whenever we get back. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. Steve, Barnes Animal.